Many years ago, when I was in yeshiva in Morristown, New Jersey, Rabbi Moshe Feller visited. Rabbi Feller is a longtime shliach in Minnesota. He led a joyous farbrengen, regaling us with stories and inspiring teachings. One thing that I recall in particular was that he spoke about how he had written an essay on the concept of hashgocha protis, which he had translated as divine providence. When he completed the essay, he submitted it to the Rebbe for his review before publication. Before, between the two words, divine and providence, the Rebbe made a little editing mark and added the word personal, changing divine providence into divine personal providence. Hashgacha protis, divine personal providence, is explained at length in the teachings of Chassidus. And I think it is particularly important for us to contemplate in the era of coronavirus. In this week's Parsha, we read about some of the laws of kosher. The Torah tells us that a kosher animal must have split hooves and chew its cud. A kosher fish has fins and scales. But when it comes to birds, no identifying signs are given. Rather, in Parsha Shmini, which we're reading this week, there's a list of all 24 species of non-kosher birds. As the Torah merely gives a list, sorry, there's no pictures, we cannot, always, we cannot always easily identify what each of the birds are. In chapter 11, verse 17, the Torah says, three of the birds that are not kosher are the little owl, the cormorant, the shalach, and the great owl. The Gemara Masech Techulin Daf Sam Gimel Omid Aleph offers various descriptions of these birds, interpreting the Hebrew names as a description that will allow us to identify the word. The cormorant is the shalach. Rav Yehuda says, as for the shalach, this is the bird that scoops sholeh in Hebrew, related to the word shalach, that scoops fish out of the sea. When Rav Yochanan, the Gemara continues, would see a shalach, he would say, Your judgments are like the great deep from Tilim. What did Rav Yochanan mean? Why did he quote that pasuk, Your judgments are like the great deep? Rashi explains that Hashem exacts retribution even upon the fish in the sea. We can't see most of what lies beneath the waters of the ocean, yet Hashem sends a cormorant to consume fish whose time has come. Everything is directed by Hashem's hand. Everything is divine, personal providence. This watchful, guiding eye applies to each and everything on the earth even those things we cannot see. In fact, we can find this idea in the very first of the Ten Commandments. In Hebrew, the word your God, is in the singular. I am your God, and I took you out of Egypt. In the singular. 
Hashem is saying, I'm speaking to you. That's the first thing that Hashem says to us as a nation. I am your God. The Baal Shem Tov highlighted this idea, explaining that Hashem's providence extends over each and every one of us, not just in general, but in every single detail of our lives. Thus, each of us can say, as we indeed said in Hallel throughout Pesach, Hashem li lo'ira, Hashem is with me, I do not fear. Even though we may sometimes forget about divine personal providence, that is just the Yetzir Hara's attempt to distract us from the truth. We are all Hashem's children, and it is impossible to separate a parent and a child. One should not be afraid. Concerned? Yes, but not afraid. Hashem is watching over all of us as a parent, as a parent watches over an only child. Contemplate the cormorant and the great deep. Hashem watches over each and every one of us. Hashem is with me. Hashem is with you. Have a wonderful Shabbos.